you're listening to the Refined Hippie Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Henson. Welcome, my lovely friends. If you are new around here, thank you so much for joining us. And if you are a seasoned, refined hippie podcast listener, welcome back, of course. Your support means the absolute world to me. And since it was just Thanksgiving, I wanted to spend just a moment to share how grateful I am for each and every one of you and this platform. Podcasting has been such a wonderful journey. It's been so rewarding and gratifying to be able to share my experiences and knowledge with others as well as bringing on other guests to share their experiences and knowledge and the connections that I've made with it. I've made a lot of really cool friends and met a lot of, a lot of really cool people that I might would not have had the opportunity otherwise. So podcasting has been such a joy and I am excited for the new year and what that might bring because this is my second to last episode for the season, I believe. Um, my last episode will be next week, the, uh, what is that, the week of the second week of December. So I'm going to take a little bit of time uh, before the holidays. I have a lot of work uh, going on, not only with my nutrition work and clients, but also my art business. So I'm also an artist and I have a lot of commissions this time of year. Uh, it's probably one of my busiest seasons along with kind of like wedding quote unquote seasons, whatever those are, but they happen sporadically throughout the year. So I will be taking some time off to be with family and finish up the year with all my work. So, but again, I am so grateful for you and being on this journey with me and uh, look forward to next year. So, so I also just want to say for those who are listening during the week of December 2nd and December 6th, I am doing a wellness week. This is 20% off my 12-week wellness program. So this is a program that is centered around a mind-body-spirit approach to healing. We do a very in-depth wellness analysis and review and then come up with weekly meal guides that are tailored to you, recommendation plan, weekly check-in appointments, email support, all these things. So you can learn more about that on my website, therefinedhippie.com. Go to about and then coaching to learn more. So we'll just get right into today's guest, Tiffany Jackson, ND. She is a naturopathic doctor here in Charleston, South Carolina, and owner of Eco Health Wellness Center and Detox Spa. So I met Tiffany when I was just beginning my healing journey because uh, I actually had been having some circulation problems. I was really cold all the time. I was really sick. I was probably anemic at that time. This is quite a few years ago. And my husband was looking up saunas and we found this place that was near my house and it was called Ego Health and they had infrared saunas. So we made an appointment and I was hooked. I started a membership there and have been going there for years doing their infrared saunas. So that's how she and I met. And of course, naturally, I thought she'd be a great guest for the podcast. She has been a naturopathic doctor for over a decade and has helped clients with all types of different ailments, of course. 
We get into her story, how she got into health and wellness, and why she became a naturopathic doctor. We chat a lot about autism, her experience with autistic patients and parents. We also get into toxins, environmental toxins that are in our air, water houses, cleaning supplies, makeup, all these kind of things. We also talk about allergies, food sensitivities, and the difference between IgG and IgE. We also touch a little bit about probiotics, gut health, and her experience through the years being a naturopathic doctor. This was a really great interview. She is super knowledgeable and passionate. So without further ado, here is my interview with the lovely Tiffany Jackson. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. Thanks for coming over. Thank you so much for having me. It's cold. Winter's day, it feels like winter to me. I know. But you just said that you like this weather. I do. The crisp cold, it just kind of shocks you and wakes you up. That's true. I like it. Yeah. I just love summer Mm -hmm. and being tan. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we had more fall here in Charleston. That would be nice. But I'll take these. You know, it's going to be 66 today. So it's like by the time it's noon, it's just such a crisp kind of fall. It's true. And it's sunny. So I I can take that. Because it's been like so cloudy and rainy for the past like week. And I've been like losing my mind. <laughs> I got a lot done actually. When it gets oh, rainy, good. I get I know, productive. I did do actually. I mean, because there's nothing else to do. Like you can't be, you know, pining over going outside. Or you can. You I'm like, yes, we're not going out tonight. Right. We're right. staying in on a Saturday. <laughs> what can I clean out? <laughs> I know. I did a lot of laundry. Um, so this is the first time I've actually, I feel like I've seen you outside of the office. Yeah, I, I pretty yeah. much live in my office. Yeah. <laughs> it's my second home. Yeah. It's a good place to have a second home. Yeah. You know, your I love it. Eco yeah. Health is um you know, it is a wonderful second home. Sometimes I wish I had a little bed there. Uh yeah, a nice little couch. Yeah. <laughs> it it's so cozy and just the way that we had it designed and you know, all the earth tones and just the feel of um the warmness of I don't know. It's yeah, just healing. It. When you walk in, oh, yeah. you just kind of feel that, like, I, yeah. oh, I'm just in the right place. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. I need to schedule a sauna appointment. This is perfect time for a sauna. You need to come. Oh, my no. gosh. The sauna schedule oh has gosh. been filling I up I bet like it's been crazy. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if you'll have any for tomorrow. Maybe not. Uh, we <laughs> might. I mean, there's always a couple little random spots, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It, it gets really booked through the winter. People love it. But we do. So we still have our regular crew that comes during the summer. They understand the importance of yeah. kind of that regular. I still go. Detox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some people just don't like to. They're already sweating here in Charleston right. with all the humidity. So right. it's like, oh, what do you mean? I have to come back in and, and yeah, this sweat is different. some more. It's different in the sauna than it's different. Sweat. The health yeah. benefits are oh are gosh. tremendous. And um, we need yeah, to talk about that later because I I I cannot uh, recommend the infrared sauna to like more people. I just love it so much. I know. Well, know? people don't really understand. I mean, we could do a whole podcast on just I infrared. Oh, I, know. I could talk about it all day yeah. long. I mean, what what I see in p- patients with pain and mm-hmm. autoimmune and then especially here in Charleston I treat a lot of mold toxicity mm-hmm. so people that have that chronic mold um, exposure and then also Lyme we have a couple of patients yes. that come regularly and they you know they've been battling Lyme and they it's it's the game changer there as soon as they start doing that um, mm-hmm. they just start regaining their health mm-hmm. um, I had a patient yesterday with Lyme and wow. um, yeah it's, it's a tough one you know oh, so yeah. it, it's awesome to see people really start to get control of their disease and, and start to recover. Yeah. And a lot of times it's when they start adding in the infrared saunas. Mm-hmm. So that was part of my, my mm-hmm. toolkit that I was doing when I was healing. So yeah. totally. 
it's a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, it's a lot absolutely. of different. Uh, there's a lot of different things. When people ask me, it's like, well, I mean, like there's like a main thing that I did, and then there's all these other things, you know. But anyways, so how did you get into this realm? Yeah. So for your listeners out there, you know, I am a naturopathic doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to school out in Arizona at the Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine. But my story starts way before that. Um, You know, I was always really into, um, you know, athletic sports. And, you know, I I was an athlete playing soccer and basketball and field hockey. And um, I always was a why kind of kid like well why why do I have to do that why does that work why do I have to drink Gatorade you know they would tell us you know oh you have to back then remember the carb loading before sports like they would be like you have to drink pot I mean you have to eat pasta why why do we have to have our coaches would tell us make sure they eat a bunch of spaghetti and pasta and bread you know Mm -hmm. before the game and or the night before and I so anyway Long story short, I really got into exercise physiology. I thought it was really cool about enhancing your performance and why you needed electrolytes and why you uh, needed to eat certain things and how it could affect your body. So I kind of kind of was a science nerd. Um, not I did not make good grades. I was not an A student <laughs> by any means. I always tell people, it's okay. you know, it's, I wasn't uh, either. <laughs> it was. I, I made it. I made it through medical school without making A's. That's for sure. Right. Um, but you know, just being interested in in the body, interested in health, and then um, I went to undergrad at. Um, University of South Carolina here in, in oh, Columbia. Nice. Oh, I didn't know that. And I did two years there oh, yeah. and uh, exercise physiology major and mm. learned a lot. They had a really great program. Mm-hmm. And then um, mm-hmm. I randomly got accepted to go up to the University of Massachusetts on an exchange, student exchange program. Oh, cool. And that was amazing. So that really was the game changer. And around this time, my mom got diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. And so she had breast cancer. And you know, that was tough being in college and yeah. watching your mom. And this was way back when, I mean, it's been about 25 years. My mom's yeah. been cancer free for that long. That's great. And, you know, she did chemo and radiation and a bone marrow transplant. I mean, they basically killed her at Duke University oh. and brought her back to life. She was in a study back then and wow. everyone in the study died except for no. her. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Oh, wow. it, it's the really sad. And um, she's she's a tough one. Wow. Um, so... There, I here I am, this why kid, you know, well, why? What's yeah. cancer? Back then, nobody really talked uh, about cancer. It wasn't as prevalent as it is right. now. I mean, you oh, can't gosh, even. Oh, gosh, everywhere. Everybody, you know, yeah. like, you can, I can name, like, five people. And right so, you know, I all, well, why, why my mom and everybody, I think, likes to blame things on your genetics and, you know, this and that. And, you know, now knowing what I know and looking back and all the exposures that she had being a hairdresser and, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. she had a lot of mercury in her system mm-hmm. and just, you know, being a smoker and yeah. you know, there's a Bombarded lot of different things that things can add up. Um, and stress. I, I, am a huge believer. Stress is yeah. a big trigger for, for cancers and yeah. I could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <too. laughs> yeah. it really, um, that really sparked my interest into what else can you do? The chemo, watching my mom go through chemo, a bone marrow transplant and radiation and being at Duke university and seeing all this, I, some, I was like, this is wrong. Right this cannot be the answer. Mm -hmm. This is not right. And being in Massachusetts, it was the first time I was exposed to holistic medicine. 
Um, so grew, I grew up in Virginia and there, I did not know yeah. what natural medicine was. I didn't yeah. know what herbs were. I didn't know what holistic health was. And I'll never forget this girl that I met. She said, I needed an extra credit for a course. Remember you had to take like, yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, will you take this holistic nursing class with me? And I asked her, I said, what's holistic? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I do need an extra credit. I took the course. It changed my life. Wow. So I, it opened me up and, you know, okay. I think I always was really interested in medicine mm-hmm. and healing the body as an exercise science major I literally after um a naturopathic doctor came in as a guest speaker mm-hmm. and he um presented on this and I literally like I, I was very tuned in to that and yeah. I stayed after and talked to him and I said you know I really think I want to do this and this everything you do just sounds you know amazing I didn't even know this could be a profession and you can yeah. do things like this and so he was really helpful um at pointing me in the right direction and getting into naturopathic medical school and researching it and I went straight out of undergrad nice. and did it Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And thank God I did because looking back, I probably never would have, you know, gone if you to school if I would have taken time off. off. Yeah. yeah. I think that's hard. Oh, it's to hard go to go back. To back. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're kind of like, hmm, should I do it? Do just it do now. It. Yeah. You got to just do it. Right. I mean, there's always going to be an excuse. There's always mm-hmm. going to be like something going on that's going to prevent you oh, from yeah. going back to doing things. Absolutely. So, yeah, I went out there and, um, you know, naturopathic medical school, it's not, I mean, it's a four-year medical school. So yeah. a lot of people don't understand that. Um, you learn all the basic sciences and, mm-hmm. you know, we have, uh, we have to pass our boards. We have clinical rotations. We're learning pharmacology along, you know, with mm-hmm. all of the sciences and clinicals yeah. and um, it, it, it's, it's quite rigorous. A lot of people dropped out. I was, I was close. Um, <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> it, was, it would be really hard. It was no joke, but yeah. I made it through and mm-hmm. I had some amazing mentors and teachers yeah. and, you know, naturopathic medical school, it's kind of a hodgepodge of a bunch of different things. Cause yeah. you learn so much. You learn all about herbology. You learn all about nutrition. You're learning physical medicine and chiropractic. I'm, I'm a hundred percent fully trained in acupuncture. No, um, no. you're learning all the pharmacology. You're learning mind body. You're learning meditation. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different tools you learn homeopathy so um Mm, love love homeopathy so it's a spectrum when you get into naturopathic medical school all the different things that you learn and I really became there and then there's another field called environmental medicine and I became just kind of obsessed with environmental medicine and understanding what um yeah explain to the to the listener what that would well it's really you know what's in your environment and things that you're eating and you know toxins in your food the um yeah different exposures that you're Mm -hmm. getting through pesticides through you know that's in the air that we breathe through yeah just different cleaners different that is a big one um it it all adds up so really it's called and when you get into environmental medicine it's called the total body burden Mm -hmm. really how much can the body take on a toxicity level when it comes to like you know lead coming through lead pipes and Mm -hmm. all the different pollutants and pesticides and artificial preservatives and flavors in our food and all the chlorine and all the fluoride I mean, we are living in a generation of, we're all guinea pigs. There has never in the history of humans been such an overload and exposure of toxins and artificial, artificially made man-made chemicals. And they are disrupting um, metabolic pathways. They're disrupting um, our immune system. I mean, genetically modified foods. Um, you name it. I could go on and on. I mean, it is terrifying. And That's when you scary. really sit back and look at the full picture of what's going on, um, 
are art- artistic children, which we're going to talk about in yeah. a little bit. They are the little kind of canaries in the coal yes, mine. Yes, I was about to say that. Uh, Zach Bush says that. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to him earlier. I think I told you about Yeah, him, you did. Oh my gosh, he's so amazing. And he had said that in one of his things that they're they're the canary in, in the coal mine they are. Of, of signaling, you know, we have this epidemic of all these other diseases yeah. and they're, yeah. So. Well, and cancer is too. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, you true. know, and we'll hear it. So well, I used to say, so you have to understand too. So I really got into autism before autism was even mainstream mm-hmm. and about 15 years ago. Uh, you know, I trained, when you get into environmental medicine, it opens up a whole new world of, you know, people with having, um, mental health issues Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, because it, it, toxins affect fat cells and, um, really are neurotoxic. So I learned a lot about autism and, you know, accidentally just working with a lot of my mentors, they, they worked with autistic kids. Um, and I remember Jenny McCarthy came out with her book and the clinic that I was working at at the time, we just, we were mentioned in that book. And then the, um, in, in, in South Carolina, we were the only like clinic. Was that Lieberman's? Yeah. Yeah. I went there. And uh, people were coming from all over and we had a waiting list for like a year of just patients coming in for autism. And so so I had to she take her son there or how did she she did not take her son there, but she mentioned the like different clinics that are trained in biomedical therapies for autism. Right. So you know, we got just wow. overloaded. And so basically I went through like a crash course training yeah. like with, you know, here yeah. we just have all we are dealing with our autistic patients. Mm. And it was fascinating. And it was the coolest thing to watch because we reversed it in some patients, not everybody, right. but you know, if these parents that really stuck to the diet and did mm-hmm. the supplements and did the detox and really, you know, I mean, it, it, the kids had an autistic diagnosis. And then, you know, within a year, two years, of really working and doing the right things, um, they no longer had the diagnosis. Now, does that mean they you know, didn't have any yeah. symptoms and 100%? Yeah. No, but they were functioning and going to a real school and they're going to be able and to work one day. And they problems because a lot of times autistic children have a lot of digestive gastrointestinal oh, issues. Oh, right? pretty much I mean, every one like, of yeah. them does. Mm-hmm. I mean, very rarely. I've probably seen... You know, three that don't have a, a yeah, gut, gut issues. Too, it's yeah. not every kid right. with autism has usually major right. major gut issues. Yeah, and so then you could feel that, and that's it makes a big a game di- changer in your life. Geez, when yeah. you're not in pain or don't have to. Oh no! Or constipated because that's a big thing today. I think mm-hmm. well, they right? get well. They're impacted, mm-hmm. and so they actually present. Here's the tricky thing: they present with diarrhea right. because they're so impacted. And their stomach hurts so bad and they can't communicate. So they're crying because they're in chronic stomach pain mm-hmm. from the c- compaction. And then um, the diarrhea and the loose stool comes uh-huh. around uh-huh. the the um, impacted stool. And so it presents as loose stool. Right. But when we do x-rays and when you really, you, you know, see, see what's going there. on, you can oh. see most of them are are chronically constipated. I know. Awesome. But every every kid's different. Right. I mean, it's a yeah. spectrum. Yeah. You know, that's where, that's the hard part. That's my job, you right. know, to really kind of evaluate the kid and go after and prioritize what we need to do mm-hmm. to 
you know, get them better. Can't mm-hmm. do everything at once. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. In our culture, everybody wants that big one thing or like, let me take it all Magic at once. Pill or something. And, uh, you know, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So well, we want instant gratification too. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, but talking about autism and, you know, just back to the canaries in the coal mine, we used to say that, mm-hmm. you know, 15 years ago, I was going to what was back then was called Defeat Autism Now conferences. Um, it's biomedical treatments for autism. They no longer exist. And that's a whole long story because big oh. pharma came in and, oh, and pushed them out. Um, but now I, you know, I, I still say that, but the whole canary in the coal mine thing, I, I mean, heart disease, oh, it's cancer, every, every, diabetes. Every, yeah. I mean, what is going on at the right. epidemic proportions right. all around us? I mean, it is, it's scary. It's super scary. So, you know, and I get so frustrated. I was at, um, this is kind of a long, I'll, I'll shorten it, but I was at the grocery store and I was getting my cat's food, which was like a nice, like wet food or whatever. And, and the guy who was bagging me was like, Oh, you have, you really spoil your kitties. And I was like, well, I, I care what they eat. You know, they, they're just like us. They they need to eat, you know, I wish I could make them their food. That would yeah. be the healthiest <laughs> thing. But, um, and, and I said something about all the pets who are having, who have cancer now, because I had gone to Doolittle's mm-hmm. And I, t- I was there for like 30 minutes and they were talking to me about all the people coming in trying to get CBD for their dogs. And that place has been open like 20 years and yeah. they've just seen it skyrocket people coming in with dogs with cancer. Right. And this guy and this kid, I mean, he was like 20 years old. So, you know, bless his heart. Poor thing. Um, he was like, oh, well, that's just because, you know, we have it. We we have we have better technology now. and We're di- just diagnosing things better. And I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me? Like, what do you? Well, people do like to hear, to think think that, that. and I hear that argument all the time, like especially with cancers. Oh, we can just detect it now. Yeah, that sounds good in theory, but um, no, really we have, you know, something's making the cells, um, you know, become mutated and and change and they're, and we've been, we've had stats for, for, for how many, you know, centuries now. So like when people died, of random things they would do autopsies on them and they would figure out how they died right so i mean anyways it's uh it's not exactly all tech tech you know technological and i think that's kind of the problem is we're trying to overcomplicate it It, it's you know we have all these fancy tools and ways and imaging so i cannot tell you how many patients come to me that have been to so many different specialists and they have been to like the Mayo Clinic. They've been to the best of the best. Cleveland Clinic. They've been up to Duke and UNC. I mean, these patients have spent, I had a patient on Monday or Tuesday. She's like, I spent over a hundred thousand dollars this year going to all these different medical specialists. And you're the first one that has actually given me a legit like plan. plan And well, and really why she got that way. Yeah. How, how, why, it, yeah. What I think happened, and she right. goes, "You spent more time with me in this whole hour, right. and have explained everything, in, and really in listening to her detail. story, you know, because the doctors don't yeah. really ask." Well, like, all they do is she bounces around to all these different other clinics, and she sees these specialists, right. and they're just lining her up to get all this imaging, mm-hmm. all this blood work, all these tests done, mm-hmm. and they all come back negative, right? Or they're like, "Oh, she's borderline," and I mean, each one of them gave her a different diagnosis. I mean, it's crazy. I know. I hear it, these, nobody's I hear these communicating. All the time. I know, nobody's talking so to terrible. each other. Yeah. Nobody. I mean, I feel terrible for these people. And honestly, her issue is mold. 
Mm-hmm. Her issue is she has a crap ton of mercury amalgams in her mouth mm-hmm. and has had yeah. terrible dental work. She she has, I think, a whole root canal infection that is systemically, you know, yeah. making her sick. And yeah. these doctors don't understand that stuff. They don't understand mercury toxicity. They don't understand low grade low grade yeah. infections that are going on in the mouth. They don't understand mold toxicity. And every test she did, zero. Everything's normal. Everything's like perfect you know right. she's like they can't explain it I'm an anomaly and I'm like right. no sister I hate to tell you but like here's what's going on you have to trust me do this 12-week plan mm-hmm. I pretty much guaranteed her I'm like if you do x y and z you follow these instructions you're gonna feel 50 60 percent better yeah and she's on board and she was what do I have to lose yeah. I feel awful like well, I, I mean and that's what happens to a lot of people is that they just get pushed to their edge and they're like I none of this is working yeah so I am willing to do no those are all my patients me. you know right <laughs> if you're out there and frustrated yeah. Those are the patients that yeah. I attract. Right. And along with, I do a lot with autoimmune and chronic gut issues. Mm-hmm. But most of those people are pretty sick and they're pretty fed up. Oh, and they want to just get well. Yeah. And, you know, I'm... There's no be- way to live. Uh, no, not at all. So, um, yeah. and that's how, you know, this is where we're talking about autism today. Or kind of, we're a little all over we're, the place. We can but. be all over the place. That's how most <laughs> um, of my conversations are. <laughs> that's fine. You know, with autism, it, it's hard for me because it's the, the um, I'm seeing, I'm dealing with the parents. Mm-hmm. and for the child and right. the child's not in control right it's the parents so um I learned really hard I mean I I think I was telling you this I mean mm-hmm. I I really had to kind of phase out seeing a lot of my autistic patients because it was affecting me on a personal level mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. that because these parents wouldn't do what I was asking right. and what what the plan was and you know I know how to heal the body. I know how to repair a lot of the brain damage and decrease inflammation and heal the gut. And you have to commit to certain diet changes. You mm-hmm. have to take these certain supplements. You have to take these certain powders. You have to get this stuff in your body right. and taking like one or two little capsules a day. Isn't going to do it. You have to be a little bit more aggressive and you're making mm-hmm. two smoothies a day and you're eating a pretty, you know, pretty good diet, but we have it figured out for the kids. It's not rocket science. You, mm-hmm. these kids can do it and they have to have enzymes. You have to support their digestion. And then we have to support their detox pathways because that's a big problem with autism is they're not detoxing properly so you know there is an effort that has to be put in to get the body well and the problem isn't the kids the problem is is the parents so you think the parents are just kind of feeling good they're like oh but he really wanted to eat this you know they just can't be strict enough or something or just every parent is a little bit different and most of them and you know I'm not I mean they mean well they obviously they want to heal them they're just yeah they are overwhelmed Um, I mean, having a kid on the autistic spectrum where you already have speech issues and social interaction issues and all these repetitive behaviors and, you know, um, sleeping is usually a problem and um, it's hard to get them to eat anyway because mm-hmm. they're so picky and most of them only want like bread and cheese and like texture and could very, be a weird very thing. texture yeah. sensitive. Yeah. Um, but some of them aren't, I'm actually working right. with an autistic I mean, kid like, now and he eats so everything. Oh yeah. Um, we're actually like, okay, reel it in, buddy. You're eating way too much sugar. <laughs> way too much junk. Uh, junk, junk things. Mom's mom's a rock star, man. She's uh, really good. been, so that's who I work with now with autistic, um, 
you know, because there's so much involvement and Mm -hmm. I become so attached to the parents and to the kids. And I really look at this. I mean, this kid, their future's on the line. Mm -hmm. And I know if the parent is going to, does these things, like we're going to make such a transformation and the kid and, you know, and their brain function and their social interactions and, and they're, you know, speaking and talking better. And hopefully the repetitive behaviors go away and Mm -hmm. no more headbanging and, all the stimming and stuff, you know, we see those start to go away. Um, but when the parents don't do it and they come back to me and they're like, Oh, we, he had to have pizza and, and we, we had to give him cake and the dad, you know, just gave him the Snickers bar and, you know, just we, and every week it's like excuses, excuses. Like Mm -hmm. I, I just would get so frustrated and, um, rightfully so. I just, cause I, you know, now I have two children of my own and it's just like, I can't wrap my head around why you wouldn't do anything for your kids right. because it's just one of those things. It's like right. you, when you're a mom and a parent, like you should do anything. You should go to any length and any extreme. And I mean, clearly they don't grasp how important it is to take it's things just out, you know? Hard. I mean, I, I get mean, it. It's hard, but you just have to do it. And so there are parents out there that do. And those are the absolutely. ones that I work with. So right. now I do an interview with the patients and we really go under what, it, over what it takes and to make sure understand the plan and make sure they're comfortable and make sure they understand it's a commitment and it's a timing thing too you don't want to start doing this program over the holidays you know where there's and you don't want to do it when you have a big vacation planned and when you're starting to implement a lot of these diet changes and supplements it's a journey. Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, we, I got to hold their hand and each week, you know, we're learning new things. They're watching some of my webinars, uh, which are available. I have 35 of them at naturalmedicinenow.com. And, you know, they start learning these different things about food sensitivities and detoxification mm-hmm. and, you know, detoxing their home is one of them, yes, you know, looking absolutely. at what detergents you're using. What are you washing your foods with? You know, are taking your shoes off at the door so the kid's not running around on the right. ground yeah. with their hands and putting, right. you know, their hands in their mouth and, the you know, what kind of water they're drinking. Is, um, air fresheners are, oh, God. Oh, I hate the air fresheners. Horrible. Oh. If I walk into a place where, and they have one of those, I'm like, I just need to leave right now. <laughs> like, or I'm the, getting cancer. <laughs> the Glade spray. Oh, gosh. Do they even sell that? Is, yes. this, is it even legal People still? People still buy those. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm surprised there's not like a lawsuit. <sighs> the government it's doesn't so give bad. a crap. <laughs> they, it is terrible. I know. Oh, my gosh. If you're using Glade spray, please stop. Any aerosol spray. Any aerosol spray. Seriously. I mean, basically my rule of thumb is like, if it's made by a huge corporation that has a commercial, yeah. I, I don't I tell everybody that. that. You know? I'm like, if it, if you watch TV and there is a commercial, don't eat it, don't, don't buy it. Don't ever <laughs> use that product. Yeah. Don't buy it. Don't eat it. Don't spray it. Don't anything. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to get sued, so I won't say names, but yeah, no. hopefully you, Glade well, won't know, come after us. Enough. Everybody use Glade if they want to, but <laughs> we don't recommend it. That's a personal. <laughs> personal it's opinion. my opinion that you shouldn't use Glade. Yes. 100%. <laughs> And like makeup and things like that, you know? I mean, I had no idea. I've talked about this before. It's like I was a product junkie. Like Sephora was like my my temple. And oh. Like I loved makeup. I used to want to be a makeup artist when I was like in high school. You know, I would uh-huh. like do people's makeup for prom. Um, but I had no idea all the nasty stuff that's in makeup, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. It's really it's And really there's gross. no oversight. There's no FDA oversight at all. They just mm-hmm. put it on the market. They're self-regulated and the FDA just says we can't handle it all. So y'all can get your own people to you know, make sure that it's yeah right. And of course they're going to get literally their own people. They're not going to get a third party, like unbiased person to come in and 
make sure that it's not toxic. <laughs> yeah. No, the makeup stuff is, is a big piece of it. Because what you put on your skin, your skin is Absorb. your biggest organ. It absorbs yeah. and it goes right into your bloodstream. Exactly. And so let's talk about that. Once those chemicals absorb through your skin, where does it go? And this is what I talk to a lot of my autistic patients and parents. I have to teach them a lot about this one organ. Yeah. That is really, really important for filtering the toxins, mm -hmm. and that's your liver. Mm -hmm. And most kids with autism have problems detoxing. There's mm -hmm. different phases of the liver, and they're not excreting the toxins that we put on their skin. Right. So, you know, what, what they're washing in the bath and lotions, lotions you yeah. put on and um, you know, sunscreens. Oh, um, so it's, we can have a whole thing on sunscreens. Oh, I could totally talk about that. <laughs> um. So it, you know, it, it's, it goes on and on, especially in this country. We're just it sounds scary. I mean, I think, you know, most people get so overwhelmed, um, when they just hear that, like literally everything they're using yeah. is like bad for them. Well, right? And I mean, that's where, you know, at eco health, I, everybody, our patients, our goal is not to scare people right. and instill fear in them right. at all. Like it, we, we're real. And um, the reality I mean, is that's what, it, that what is what the foundation is just like having education. on these Yeah. Things, you know? I mean, people are sick. There's chronic illness around us and your body is this ecosystem. There's a delicate balance of microbes and organisms that live within you. They're a part of us. They make us healthy. They all live in a very synergistic Sym balance. Symbiotic, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, um, and when you get sick and when we're exposed to these different toxins or when you have a lot of antibiotics or you have a lot of steroids or you're eating a lot of sugars or drinking a lot of alcohol or under a lot of stress mm -hmm. these microorganisms in you especially in your gut start to get out of whack mm -hmm. and that that imbalance of the ecosystem really throws um your whole body for a loop and now you become symptomatic a certain bugs overgrow mm -hmm. and you have an overgrowth of either bacteria or um, you know, candida is candida. a big one. And then that starts suppresses the immune system. And then if you're still eating a lot of sugar, you're fueling the infection. And, um, so it kind of goes, uh, it's this vicious cycle that starts to happen. And then on top of that, now we're bombarded with all these other, you know, toxins that just happen to be in our environment. We really can't control a lot of them. A lot of them are in the air that we breathe. Um, and you know, pesticides that are, are around us. I mean, it's in the air, it's in our water. It's in the Oh, the water is a big one, but you can control that because you know, what in our office, what true. we have yeah. <laughs> with our yeah. Congan water system and we have the double filter, like ours has the pre-filter on it. Mm. So it's mm -hmm. getting everything. I, I will right. go up to anybody. I will go to bat with anybody in this town that I have the cleanest water in this whole town. I swear yeah. with the pre-filter really and the Congan really filter. Did. And you, when we change that filter, yeah. Oh my God. Oh, really? It is oh, disgusting. Oh my gosh, you should post that. You, we have. We've posted oh, it before. Yeah. Oh my God. We change it every month. And if you saw what, does it what look was like? coming, it's black. It's black. Yeah. Oh, that's what I, that's what I pictured. So, oh, yeah. I know. I mm. It amazes me every time. And I'm like, no wonder people are so sick. I, I mean, know. but that's one thing the water, you know, but yeah. you, you can't be perfect. And that's no. just what I want everybody to understand even to my autistic moms out there nobody's going to be perfect and I'm not here to like just work with people that are like very type a and gonna follow every yeah. step by step everybody's gonna right. fail like this is the journey and my mm -hmm. job is to just teach people and hold people's hand and just make sure they're doing the right things right. so the problem that I see with people that come to me is they have they have like this 
Google PhD now because they've <laughs> spent so much time. They they, they literally have self researched themselves right. to death. Right. They've read all these different blogs. They're like throwing a freaking like just at a, you know, yeah, a, a paint at a wall kind of thing. Yeah, yeah they're they're saying. throwing a dart and. Yeah. They're Open not, sticks. yeah, thinking yep. like, the, yep. oh, I read that blog and oh my gosh, I need collagen. Like, uh, so like, for example, I had a patient yesterday and he's been interested in my gut program and I've talked to him about it a couple of times and he came back in for a sauna and he's like, oh, so, you know, I'm going to start, um, collagen now. And I'm just thinking, dude, like that's not going to fix <laughs> collagen is just not going to fix your gut. Like, you know, I know people I know. are just throwing or people just think like, Oh, I can take a probiotic. I take a probiotic. I'm, I'm like, that is not, that's, that's a piece of it. So to I mean, heal your yeah. gut, there's so many different things. The, like you have to first see like exactly what's wrong. Is remove, it IBS? Reduce, yeah. Like is, yeah. It, is it, is yeah. it Crohn's? Is it right. ulcerative colitis? Do we just have major constipation? And then you got to evaluate the food sensitivities. Mm-hmm. We got to look at which enzymes. We got to look at probiotics. And then there's an order to do it. What's mm-hmm. happening is people are doing everything in the wrong order mm-hmm. and they're making themselves worse and they're just in yeah. this vicious cycle of not getting well. Totally. So, you know, with autism, it's like that too. Like we really have to go in and create a foundation mm-hmm. of getting the right diet and then making sure we're correcting mineral deficiencies. That's mm-hmm. a big one with autistic mm-hmm. kids. Um, and, you know, for an autistic kid, I wouldn't recommend just starting a probiotic. You can make them worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like probiotics. probiotics be a bad thing. Can yeah. you drop good bugs in there with totally. an imbalanced ecosystem and you start to Sorry, it's a cat throw a, <laughs> just a little <laughs> it's a little cat fur uh, it's okay <laughs> on the microphone I'm like picking at it I while know we're this talking. happened literally the last uh the last interview I did with Kelly Jean Moore who's a yoga instructor and she was like cross-eyed like she was like <laughs> trying to get the cat because the the heat came on and oh, then it made it, it you know oh that's funny <laughs> so it you know it's it's an order so of how you need to introduce these certain supplements and certain you know um amino acids and probiotics and stuff like that and and then you have to understand if you know probiotics can make people worse because if you don't have the good bugs Mm -hmm. and you add them back in then the body starts to detox so i i I cannot even tell you how many patients come to me and they're like all right i heard about what you do You've helped my friend. You've done this. Um, I want you to help me too. I want to do your 12 week program, but just don't, I'm not taking any probiotics <laughs> because they had, they such, had such terrible reactions yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, yay. I get so excited yeah. because I'm like, Ooh, yeah. You know? Okay. Well, why yeah. I'm here. I am back to my why. Well, why would that happen? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Which ones did you take? Bring me pictures of the bottles. Yeah. Like I want to see which bugs were in there. Right. Um, what potency it was like the, basically they push themselves into mm-hmm. a detox and you know, once I do their history and stuff and then I put the pieces together, I'm like, Whoa, no wonder you like, you know, reacted. Yeah so bad so with probiotics you really need to slowly introduce them and there's certain there's certain spectrums um and certain you know the species of the different bugs that you want to um use depending on the person's history and Mm -hmm. stuff so Mm -hmm. that's that's where my expertise comes in handy do you do um uh like a um gosh it's too early for me um like the gut analysis that you like that you send in 
uh, like a comprehensive stool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, we do a ton of testing. So it depends on the patient. So yes, we can do comprehensive stools. Um, I am a huge fan of an organic acid test. That's a Mm. urine test. Mm -hmm. It looks at different metabolites in the body. So it tells me a lot of what's going on with different bacteria in the body and nutritional deficiencies and inflammation. Um, I'm kind of an organic acid nerd (laughs) when it comes to that. And then I have my most popular test that we do is an IgG food sensitivity panel. And it's a finger stick prick and Mm -hmm. it's 93 different foods. And you just come in the office, you get a finger stick prick, and then we get the report in three weeks. And it also has a candida marker on it. Mm. But it really identifies, like, is my body sensitive to wheat, to dairy, to certain, you know, eggs, nuts, seeds, Mm -hmm. soy, um, Mm -hmm. brewer's yeast, baker's Mm -hmm. yeast, all of the the big ones that Mm -hmm. usually most people are reacting to. Well, what do you think about, because I know that, like, if somebody has leaky gut, then possibly those could those tests could come back kind of false, right? Because the food could be going through. Well, that's what it's testing. It could be confusing though. No. So that the IgG test is actually testing what foods are leaking through and the immune system that, so it's looking at IgG immunoglobulin. Mm -hmm. So that's an IgG cell. And that cell is reacting to that food because the food shouldn't be. Well, yeah, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, you still have, you have to heal the gut and then they could still eat those foods that they might not be, they might not be allergic to is what I'm saying. Well, you know? once, so when you do the test, if the foods come back and they're elevated, mm-hmm. then we got to eliminate those foods while we heal. For the why gut. you heal. Exactly. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then usually right. most people, once, once we heal the gut, exactly. they can add them back in. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But just so for your listeners out there. So I had a patient yesterday who came in um, and she wanted, it was a younger girl. um, She was in high school and it was quite interesting. Her mom said she got all these gut issues right after drinking two big monster drinks. I'm like, Ooh, this is going to be a fun case. So anyway, I, it was my complimentary session that I did with her. And I always say, you know, if, if before you come in for your consult, if you want to get, did the food testing done so we have the results mm. that's always going to be beneficial if not you know i'll be honest i used to do a lot and like recommend a lot of patients get it i'm right. really good at identifying foods food like kind yeah. of on my own now right. that i've done it so much just right. based on their diet and yeah, their symptoms the, yeah. but for this one and she has really bad stomach pain she's been missing school and she's oh, one no. that's been to a lot of the different specialists at musc then they went to roper and they have an appointment at duke in like for in like a month and I said, don't go yet. Give me, give, give, give me some time here. here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to save you that trip. Cause yeah. I know I am. They, they yeah. have, I mean, it's, it, she, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure she had antibiotics. Um, we just did a 15 minute, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a big candida picture and mm-hmm. she's got food sensitivities and the whole like leaky gut thing. Mm-hmm. But I'll know when she comes back in, in a couple weeks. So anyway, the mom was like, well, I'm just going to take her to her allergist to get her food testing done. And I was like, no, wait, 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 hold on. Come back here. (laughs) You know, your allergist lives in a whole nother world. He lives in a different box where he's looking at an IgE Mm. immunoglobulin, which that's your immediate allergy. That's your anaphylaxis or you eat shrimp or peanuts and your throat swells or you get hives. And that's they they that's all they're testing. They will actually tell you they do not believe in delayed food sensitivities. They still don't. I'm I mean, I, it I mean, will happen. It'll that, happen here know. probably in the next five or 10 years. Like it's, it's coming. <laughs> um, it, it's crazy because they'll tell you. And so a lot of my patients will go to their allergists and they right. come right into me saying, Oh, I've been to my allergist. They say, I don't have any food since I don't have any food allergies. Right. 
Well, yeah. Okay. That is correct. You don't have and. But you're reacting to something. You know, well, you don't have. So let's talk about this allergy in the way that the terminology is what gets confusing. Mm -hmm. So when you have an allergy, that's kind of your anaphylaxis. That's Mm -hmm. your you know, what your allergist is testing. So that's looking at environmental mm-hmm. allergies, like your dust, Grass. grasses, mm-hmm. p- uh, molds, pollens, you know, Dog that kind bird, of stuff. Now I do bird. send my patients to get the mold testing mm-hmm. um, and environmental stuff because yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. And then, but when it comes to foods, most yeah. people test negative for foods. Uh-huh. I mean, very rarely, unless it's like soy or right. eggs or like peanuts and shrimp. I mean, those are like the the only ones. ones So that be, and that's because they're looking at the IgE antibody. Mm -hmm. Like that's the, um, that's the part of the immune system that they test for, which is an immediate reaction. They want to know what are you immediately reacting for? Mm -hmm. What we're looking at goes way deeper. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's an IgG cell. It's a different cell of the immune system Mm -hmm. that it's more of a delayed response. So Mm -hmm. it's something like, for example, one of my patients, um, we just got his results back. He's had major bloating, like, and to the point, like he can't even travel anymore. He doesn't get on airplanes. Um, he is just extremely uncomfortable and like working and he's kind of become depressed about it. Yeah. Um, and, so, you know, at first I was working with him and we did, we did a couple things and he got a little bit better and I finally convinced him. I was like, you know, I, I think I want to do the food test and he agreed to do it. And we just got the test results back last week. Eggs were off the charts mm-hmm. for him and, he's been eating, and, and he, he does like his eggs, not yeah. all the time, but enough Pretty, to where, yeah, it yeah. was, um, it was pretty significant and that has been like, you know, a big, yeah. And, yeah. but he, he'd been to his allergist. Like he's Amazing. been nobody, you know, it's not like he had this, um, immediate reaction to it. So what happens is he eats eggs in the morning mm-hmm. and then he's miserable in the evening mm-hmm. with, with the bloating and the gas. Right. So that is what is a delayed, your, your allergist doesn't test for that. Right. This is the IgG delayed food sensitivity. So mm-hmm. I, I distinguish, I distinguish them. Allergies are immediate, like anaphylaxis, right. shrimp and peanut. Like you immediately like, yeah, <laughs> I call them sensitivities. So you're mm-hmm. sensitive to these right. foods. Um, it's an IgG sensitivity panel right. that we do. So yeah, Wow, I just went on a spiel about food <laughs> stuff. But I am a hu- I mean, I'm a huge believer like foods are a big huge 100%. issue yeah. of of uh, with the immune system and mm-hmm. um with what's going on with people Absolutely. that have chronic issues. So Yeah. I mean, that's my main We have to identify them. Yes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So Um back to the autism. Um the the stats on it are just like staggering. Yeah. It was um one in 5,000 children were autistic or, you know, on the spectrum in 1975. Mm-hmm. And now it's like one in 30. Is that right? One in 30 something? La- oh my gosh. So I even more. I, had a, I really hope it's not one in 30, but you might be right. The yeah. last I... The last I looked, I thought it was one in 41, which is, I mean, what is Still the crazy. difference? But I mean, for it to go down 10, like, I mean, that, yeah, that's 36 is what Zach was When said. we used to give, um, when I used to give my lectures, my autistic lectures, you know, 10, 10, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. it used to say, um, one in, one in 185. I think that's one of my slides that I have one out of 185 kids. Yeah. So he said, Zach Bush. Wow. It, that it has been doubling every three to four years. 
So if we Holy continue crap. on, you know, the trajectory that we're on, Every, we're all going to be autistic. 2035, one in three kids will be autistic. And his main thing is that, like, this is going to collapse our economy because, I mean, that cancer, autoimmune diseases, oh, all we're these going diseases, <laughs> and just the strain that's going to put, you know, the cost, and then also the productivity of our economy. Like, people aren't going to be able to work. Like, yeah, no, that's the sad part. You know? Are you going to move to the island with me? Yes! Oh so my God! Please, <laughs> my husband and I talk about this you can literally do all, the all the time. Oh gosh, I know. I mean, I don't know what else to do. It's like it's like a sl- it's it's crazy because I feel like it's this the slow moving train wreck. Yeah, that we're wa- like you and I are hyper. You know, like there's mm-hmm. lots of us that are still aw- super aware of it, but but it's just like happening everywhere. It you is. Know? It's happening all around us, and you know, it's it's so much stuff, and it, I don't how do I mean to say this? Like it's so out of our control that it's, you know, I used to be, and I don't want, because I still care and I still have a huge heart for nutrition and education and, and people. And, you know, I want to get people better, but I I guess you could say I used to be a lot more proactive Hmm. at really, um, gosh, especially like in like with heavy metals and educating and, you know, going to these different conferences. And, um, I was obsessed with it for like 10 years. And I think I was like way ahead of my game, if that makes any sense to where now I'm just kind of like, it's, it's gotten so out of control and I feel like nobody really cares and nobody's doing anything about it. And even these government, like at a government level and like, it's like, what do you do? And I, you want to scream and shout it to the world, but honestly, there's maybe 3% of people that like really give a crap, you know? I mean, do you agree? Like, I I feel like nobody, I mean, there is like. You have your, you have a handful of people. And now now here we are in Charleston. So here's the thing. If we were in California, it would probably be a whole different, you know, but like, I mean, and people used to think I was nuts. I mean, 10 years ago telling people to eat gluten free and dairy free. Like I was like, don't go to her. She's crazy. She gets people off. She's going to tell you not to eat You know? And so now people are like, Oh yeah, they're coming around. She actually kind of knew what it's more mainstream. So I feel like with all these toxins and all of the, you know, we talk about detox and we talk about, you know, and it sounds fearful right now, but, um, I feel like, you know, give it some more time and like hopefully we'll, there'll be more acceptance and more people will want to be doing detoxes and be more clean and not use the stuff. Like it's just so. I think so the shift is happening because I think it's just like, you know, clients that come to you or clients that come to me, they are to their wits end. Oh, you know? my patients are fed up. Fed up. Fed like up they, to the They max. have no other choices, but I feel like that, um, I don't know, just from the people around me who like, you know, you have your circle and you have your clients yeah. who you see and your friends and your family and that's your outreach, right? So like, not really. Like no? I don't talk to this stuff about my friend. No. Your my friends, friends aren't into it? No. They uh-uh. aren't ever interested in it? No. I mean, do they I come to you when they're having issues? My friends do. Um, I have created boundaries. I've learned uh, to do that. Um, they don't, yeah. Well, I mean, I want to help them, but not all of them. I, I think helping your friends and your family gets really tough, right. especially when well, if they're willing to, though, if they're willing. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll go there. It's still hard. Yeah. I mean, I do love, love helping my friends and you my know, family, but it's um, it. I refer a lot, especially right. depending on this. I'm very particular. It's a yeah. very, you know, special friend relationship <laughs> if we if we do that, because 
I learned the hard way. Right. Like my friends. You might have gotten burnt out of it too. Well, maybe, they you know? start thinking you're judging them like yeah. at parties. And if they're, they're like, don't, don't look at me over here. I'm drinking some wine, you know, like, and but then like, like I'm going to eat this Come to or- you though. Like if they have, if they have health problems though, they're not like. Yes and no. no yeah. I mean. See, I've had a surge recently of like, and maybe it's, you know, I'm, a f- you know, a couple of years younger. So maybe it's my generation that's like more open to it. You know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just freak out my friends. <laughs> I'm a little extreme. They're like, yeah, she's out there in her little naturopathic community. She's going to tell me to do this and that. And, and I'm you not going to want to do that. Um, so. I mean, no, I, people want to, here's what happens with my friends. Let me tell you. Hey, Tiffany, what supplement can I take for this? Uh, oh, I just got diagnosed with high blood pressure. What supplement can I take? And it's not, I, I'm like, uh-uh, buddy. It's not, not just a supplement. Them. Like, I'm like, you know, this can help, that can help. But really, so I guess that's okay. where I really, like, I can't just, okay. it does not do me justice, justice to throw yeah, a supplement oh, at well, a that's supplement, you know? Not. And then it's just overwhelming. I will say that I have sent out a few emails to family members, people I won't name, if they're listening or not, which I doubt they are because, you know. Anyways, I've sent out, they've come to me with and told me about whatever kind of issue they had right and i've tried to help and then i sent them a whole recommendation list mm-hmm. nothing crickets yeah you know and then i try not to let it yeah. you know because i want to well, save me, everyone well you here's know? the thing and that this is you and i okay i'm 10 years ahead of you <laughs> i've been there done that now Right. I, my mom and my dad luckily, you know, turned the corner with their health issues and like, my my, you know, Very my mom open. makes her smoothies. Super my open. mom takes her supplements, which yeah. is really great. Um, other family members and stuff, it happens all the time. And right. I, I just, I would tell you and give you just not that you need a little therapy session right now, but it, helping your family is mm-hmm. one of the hardest things to do because yeah. you care so much mm-hmm. and really they're not they they right. they're just not don't don't help your don't try to help your family right. and i just say live by example and they will come to you and right. when and uh, what i do and so i do a lot of coaching for other um health coaches and and actually nice. naturopathic doctors who want to open businesses and stuff yeah. so and this always comes up because how do you create those boundaries around family and friends and right. keeping it professional and then giving away things for free mm-hmm. and doing it for free over and over and over and right. over because here you a are trying to, or to live. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants a discount. Oh, no. So um, I think I've gone through so much, yeah. so many pain points with that right. um, where don't get me wrong. I want to help mm-hmm. them, but it is exhausting right. and they start just blowing up your phone with texts and right. you know, um, what about, what about this? What about that? What about, and it's like kind of just nonstop. And if yeah. you don't do it the right way from the beginning, you just start getting kind of eaten alive in all these different directions or your feelings get really hurt because you were so invested and you're trying yeah. to get them all this information and you do hear the crickets and right. then you're like, like I really want to help them. I and then, fix then you. you like, you're, you know, losing sleep because they, You're scared um, that's gonna you know, you don't, you, you care so much and some people just don't, they're just in a different place on the spectrum of learning these things. A lot of these holistic, path, yeah, you know, a lot of these holistic, you know, recommendations and diet changes and, you know, drinking herbal teas and taking supplements and, um, you know, going shopping at a farmer's market. I mean, right. these things to teach your family and to do all this, I think there's a lot of judgmental things that come around that. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes uncomfortable mm-hmm. at times. Cause you're like, 
hey, a-hole, you never replied to this and you didn't do that. And like here, you know. I'm trying to be detached from it. I, I have you, been You kind of need am, to. I'll tell you it. it, it yeah. um, The way that I do it, and I don't even know if we should be, you know, airing this, but go ahead. Um, I When stuff comes up, like, for example, when um, one of our family members, uh, you know, with diabetes, and I'm, like, trying to, you know, wanted to help them. Right. And they're not very, you know, receptive and you're kind of feeling that weird tension with stuff. (laughs) And then especially when you're at a family function and they're eating all this stuff and, you know, and they're looking at you like, don't judge me. Um, And I'm like, I'm not, I don't, I just care. I just care for you. (laughs) Um, I'm just looking over your way. So, and they, uh, I just, articles and like a book, like you just like, Hey, I came across this article and I thought of you. You know, and you just forward just it. Just like a say, little, hope a little you red en- crumb. Hope you enjoy the good read. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. You just, yeah. you just, you just plant little seeds, yeah. and you just, and not like, hey, you need to do this. You should watch you this. You should and read do this, this, and, and you should, and you yeah. should. They don't want to do all that, and, that, and they don't want. They honestly terrible. probably don't even want you telling them that. Yeah, like it's best to oh like send refer them to somebody that refer them to me. I was talking about this with somebody else too. You know, it's so those who are closest to you are the hardest to help. But but then. They will tell me that they've talked to somebody else, and I'm and like, let them. And, and let I know, em. but at first yeah. I'm like, what? What about no, me? No, that's a blessing in disguise, girl. You let that go. Let them. But let my them mom, go off to these other though, people. I've talked about her before yeah. because bless her heart, she is very open, and she reversed her type two diabetes. That's she awesome. was on. She was pre-diabetic. Pre. Yeah. Uh, diabetic. But she reversed it and she is, she's on it. Good, good, good. Yeah. My so mom, least, same she's thing. The closest one of my family. She is so. like, she, my mom calls me and will like harass me. Like, I'm out of my supplements. Yeah, yeah. Like, order them. Right. Like, I need them right now. And, you know, she's a, um, her mind functions better on them. She has yeah. more energy. She sleeps better. She uses bath. I mean, she, my mom makes a smoothie every day. Nice. And, I love that. Yeah, me too. Um, so it's it's nice to when they are open to it. I now, know. taking her to her doctor's visits is a whole nother <laughs> story. That's not too fun, but oh at least no. she's open to this. But it's so funny. Right. She'll get into the doctor's visit, and she'll be like, and I'll be sitting there, and she'll they'll say, "Well, ma'am, are you taking any any other things besides you know any?" They, like they always ask, "Are you taking mm-hmm. supplement?" And she'll start going. Well, I take this and that, and I'm sitting here going like, "Oh my gosh, mom, just don't, just don't tell them, don't tell them anything about the stuff that we're doing. Just your medication because they don't understand that world at all. They literally look at you like with their deer, deer yeah, yeah. Um, they like, have why? no idea why like why it? she's taking for, certain yeah. amino acids and uh, you know all the different concoctions that we have for brain support, phosphatidylcholine. They're like, what is that? Is that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the medical world, I know what this crazy world we live in with all of our, you know, weird, holistic. (laughs) I love this world. Well, I, it is, I mean, I can't imagine anything else. I was actually talking to, um, my office manager yesterday because we were so busy and she's new. I just, did you meet my new girl, Erin? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh. Oh, when I come in for my infrared sauna. Oh yeah. Yeah, You'll meet her. her. So I'm so excited, um, that we brought, I found somebody just really, really um, amazing to bring oh, on. So and she's into. Oh, yeah. Okay, she's good. so into health and wellness. And she was just like, Tiffany, this is so amazing. Like what you've created here and all these patients and like, oh, my God, like all these. She's hearing all she's talking to all the patients and hearing all their testimonies. And 
She's just like, this is unreal. Oh, like it really is. And like, oh, it's so rewarding. It is. You know what yeah. we do. And I cannot imagine doing anything else. Like yeah. what if ego health didn't exist? Like I kind of think about that sometimes. Oh. Like what if it just wasn't, what would you here? be doing? Oh my God. I have no idea. Right. I have I secretly want to wait tables sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Have you ever? Have you ever? Yes, I did. Back in the day. No, it's so easy. Like, well, not easy, but it's like you do it. You show up. You do your job. You 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 give people people good service. You meet people. You talk. It's go go go. It's very fast paced. And then you literally like leave and you come home and it's like you don't have anything to worry about. I guess that's the part that I want. I'm like, sounds nice. I'm like, oh, I don't have to. And then you're laying there and you're like, oh crap, I forgot to bring them some extra napkins. And like that, that was my worry. I'm like, I think it's more when you run I a didn't business. Refill their water. <laughs> oh, I forgot to, you know, add that to their tab or something. Oh no, having your own you know, business is 24 oh, hours. It I mean, is like it's nonstop, oh, no. and so it's it's like this organized chaos, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, there's no way I could ever work for anybody. I don't think so. so it's not going to go. After this long. Away, like <laughs> I know what I want. I have yeah. my vision. I know what my patients need. Like mm-hmm. I want to do it my way. Every job I've ever had, I'm always like, oh, they could do that better. Oh, they should do it like this. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why, but yeah, for some reason I've like to do it my way <laughs> and hey it's working yeah, so, it is. Uh, you know it's uh it's not always right but I've learned I've failed a lot and you know failed to just learn beauty. more I mean, yeah. it's uh it's been you know eco health has been there for 10 years now so it's been fun it. and um I just love how rewarding it is with yeah. the patients and especially with the autistic kids so mm. you know um I think our time is running out here and uh, if anybody out there does want to, you know, if they have a kid on the autistic spectrum and they think, you know, I might be a good fit for helping them and they're wanting to um, make some the diet changes and really learn the steps of, you know, how to decrease inflammation and heal the gut and start that journey, um, I'd be happy to reach out with them. Absolutely. Um, so <clears throat> for those listening, then they can go to your website, which is EcoHealth wellness.com yes and then you have an instagram you have an instagram i do have an instagram it's tiffany jackson underscore nd Uh and then we also have a facebook page which is eco health wellness nice and but in the new year i am launching a new site which is my tiffany jackson nd.com which is really exciting oh my gosh it's been a year in the making i feel like oh yeah they always take coming out like with oh it's like longer than you expect so a website is it's painful for me like my my brain does not work that way like i don't care the copy the pictures the everything i mean it's it's nice to do but it's so time consuming and i'm just like just just create it just do it for me but then they show it to me and i'm like no let's put this here let's (laughs) add that there what about this what about that i think i overcomplicate it (laughs) but we are launching a new website so the eco health is gonna stay for i think of six months a year but then it's gonna start to forward to tiffany jackson indy i'm doing a whole rebranding in uh, 2020 well is eco health gonna still be eco health or eco health will be eco health yes but it's gonna be there'll be a tab on the tiffany jackson indy for the eco health right stuff it says it has my logo and it says tiffany jackson and then underneath it it says eco health wellness center so yeah it kind of have has both right um but another thing that's really exciting is um i am launching my 2020 diet so it's 20 foods for 20 days and i've had my patients doing it for a couple years now but we finally wrote the ebook and got the recipes i should have you proofread it yeah i would love to see um it's at its second draft right now and it just hit me the other day um i was with my marketing girl and 
she's it's going to be 2020. Oh my god! Year 2020, and I'm I I and I have my 2020 diet, Duh. 20 foods for 20 days. Oh gosh, so hopefully, like I was like, oh, she's yeah, like, that's really gonna be really good, good for SEO and like, yeah. <laughs> marketing. Oh I was my like, gosh! Oh, yay! It was meant to be. I didn't even. I didn't even plan this. <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> we should have launched it earlier this spring. That's what yeah. we were gonna do. But just the revisions of everything and the recipes. I actually had to hire a girl to help. Um, with some of the recipe creations and mm-hmm. like the meal plans and stuff just cause it's so logistical and yeah. the cross referencing of everything. Oh. I'm not good at that. Yeah. I'm really good at seeing patients. Yeah. I'm not good at writing. You can't do it all. You know the what I mean? So I think that's, yeah. we all need to realize. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I just recommend people go to ecohealthwellness.com and you okay. can sign up for my newsletter. That's where you'll get all the updates and um, that's the best way to stay connected with what we're doing. I don't bombard people at all. It's yeah. usually one, one blast a month, right. maybe two if it's around the holidays and with that's hours, yeah. um, and office. People changing. get so many emails like, oh yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and it takes so long to, to come up. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. Content writing is no I joke, know. people. No, it's I do, uh, have a high respect for a lot of those bloggers yeah. and people that yeah, do, that do have a lot of content because yeah. holy cow, it takes me forever. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why I love doing podcasts like this. I know. It's so fun. fun. I love doing podcasts are the greatest, you know? I know. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. This is awesome. We'll have to do it again. For sure. Ask your, um, your audience, like what topics they like the best. Yeah. They want to talk about like infrared saunas or the Kangen water, or we could do like mold Yeah, or we could talk about detox. Detox. Um, Yeah. So I had wanted to touch on that, but we don't have enough. There's not enough time in the day, Never. but we can, but we, can we need to it. save these for other ones. Yeah. Anyways, so I'll do fine. another one with you in the new year. Yeah. That sounds good. Perfect. Okay. Maybe my 2020 diet. Yes. There we go. 20, <laughs> detox and 2020 diet. <laughs> Okie doke. Awesome. Until next time. Peace and plants. Isn't Tiffany so great? Charleston is definitely lucky to have her in the area and to have a naturopathic doctor like her. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to like, share, subscribe, all the things that I say every time. It does mean a lot to me. And it's really great for SEO. If you would be so gracious as to write a review, if you're enjoying these, then that will just help other people who are looking for the same kind of information be able to find the podcast and be able to learn all the great things that you're hopefully learning. Thank you so much for listening. You are the absolute best. I cannot stress that enough. And until next time, my lovely friends, peace and plants. Thank you.